0: This is the bar steward's enquiry. Right. You're
1: talking absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. In, in what way? You were an underachiever in life. You, I you your bacon one time. You were gone. Yes, you
0: not done well. I couldn't save you. I, I suppose,
2: But you said the right
0: thing. But well, that's why you don't know anything about racing, John. I, I didn't say I do. Right. I'm saying what, what? if you contribute to racing? You're one of these take-out merchants. Take out all you can. Hello, and massive welcome to the Bastille's Inquiry Weekend podcast. What an action-packed show we've got for you today! We've got the Dewhurst, the Cesarevich, Um, There's jumps action at Chepstow that hasn't made the TV uh, sacrilege. Some will say at this time of year, the, the old time form meeting used to be on the on the telly box of the BBC. Uh, sadly, it's not here with us this 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 weekend. But on on, on terrestrial television, anyway. With me tonight to discuss tonight's fair. I've got John Link of John Joe's Blogspot. Good evening, John. Good evening, Lake. And also joining me tonight to uh, give his best bets and best takes. He's fresh from doing six laps of London today, getting on in the shops from Bermondsey to Stratford. He's been walking all over East Ham everywhere to get, to, to, to get his 2,000 to 160 on his best bet. Nick Davis, good evening.
1: Good evening, Lee. How are you? Good, evening. Very well.
0: Uh, now, gentlemen, you, you, you saw today's action. Anything take your eye or any, any points of view on today's fair?
2: I think the biggest thing was Newmarket being so ridiculously late off. We had Amy Starkey on the telly last week bragging about the fact that they've taken this, that and the other measure to stop all the scrapping. That's a success and that remains to be seen. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, their biggest achievements, getting the band to carry on playing while the horses were running at Kempton. <laughs> 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 was, it, was that,
0: was that was the, there was a meeting the other day that was, I think there was a bagpipe played. Do you, do you remember that one the other day? The bagpipes were just played all the time. I don't uh, know what that was.
2: Oh, it's to God, I mean, nothing to- <laughs> This spot is just a shambles from top to very near top because it's the top that's knackering it. They're all, they're all very good at sucking each other's dicks and congratulating themselves on a Job well done. And <laughs> anybody that takes this spot remotely seriously can say that the job's anything but well done.
1: I think the ramifications I take from today would be that uh, the far rail at Newmarket, could there be scrambles, especially in the CES, and packed up fields because of it, because the, everyone seemed to wanted to get the far out, and it wasn't that massive fields today. So it'd be interesting tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I mean the, the impressive thing for me, because I think if anyone would watch the Phillies Mile today, uh, you, I think if I'd have taken the odds, you know, on on the on the favourite, I would have been rather worried uh, with those two just down the centre, um, you know. Cashew leading, leading, leading Frankie, and then the way the the way that Frankie quickened on that filly was very impressive. But as you've seen though so far today, it's certainly been. I wouldn't say it's like a massive advantage,
1: but it's definitely an advantage to be over there. It looks that way. Do you agree, Nick? Yeah, I mean, I've got my says uh, reckoning in would be against the favourite because coming from behind on a pack rail isn't in a 34 runner race might be a little bit tricky
0: mm, yeah interesting thoughts again jockeys are like trainers sometimes can be creatures of habit and if they've got it in the heads that's where you've got to be then then nick's nick sort of foreseeing that that uh, it could be a bit of a Bit of a bad scramble, uh, and some some unlo- hard luck stories we could see possibly in the says. Now, uh, just the thing making the headlines today was Oshin Murphy with his statement, uh, regards to a failed uh, breath test. Um, I mean, I can add a little bit to this without going too much into it because obviously I don't want to get myself in trouble, but uh, apparently, uh, Oshin was out, uh, you know. Um, uh, doing his Rocky impressions last night, um, you know, with a with a with a possible bloodstock agent uh, again, mentioning no names, but th- there seems to be a problem. I mean, O'Sheen, it's it's it, it seems to be a pro- recurring problem, John. This. Well,
2: he's an asshole, isn't he? He's,
0: but the thing is, though, his persona when he when he talks, you know, and he, he I I love I love the way he, he chats to to you know in, interviews and stuff, but. That doesn't seem to be his character sort of off the pitch, if you know what I mean.
2: Well, you you listen to Kieran Fallon talk, and he was, like, your favourite cousin from County Clare, wasn't he? Yeah. soft Irish lilt and all this, you know. You had Wally Swinburne there talking like the proverbial choir boy, you know, and it it turns out the flaming Maniacs.
1: (laughs) Good job. Good job. It, you know, social media wasn't around in the 70s. I remember uh, I used to work for the Playboy Club and we played the jockeys at Newmarket one Sunday. And there will be a, a, an unnamed uh, second jockey for Henry Cecil who's on two odd shots the next day, rat assed at 1.30 in the morning, rolling around on a pool table. <laughs> Needless to say, got beat
0: on both of them. Yeah. Uh. I mean, it's like you say, it's it it, it it is a good point, Nick. I mean, there's there's absolutely. I mean, obviously the the rumors have been told. <clears throat> it's a lot worse than just an actual failed breath test. But the, the the point is that before social media, it was only a select you know news would travel, but it it would take a lot longer to 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 get round. And whereas it's done the rounds this one, and um, hmm. It's interesting to say the least, but Sheen, I think uh, Terry Norman needs to needs to grab hold of him. I think Tommy Shelby style and say no fighting, no
2: fighting, no. I mean, he, he's used up all his apologies, surely, hasn't he?
0: Well, he can't. There's no contamination issues here, is there? I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's. You're getting to a stage now where you. <sighs> You know you you've basically got to get you he's obviously a very talented jockey of course he is you know no one denies that, but you know it, it's going to be difficult for the for the sports rulers to uh you know keep 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 on side with him if he carries on he wants like this. For this yeah, I mean th- you know th- this is it he's he's got to sort his life out I think he don't
1: going be missing the jump season, he wants twelve months. Um, so didn't some didn't someone tweet this afternoon that uh, the excuse was he went down on a girl from Majestic Wines?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good excuse that. Um,
0: yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, social media is a bit of a cesspit sometimes, but in this case, I think O'Sheen really needs to just get a grip because otherwise his career w- could. Go down the pan. Um, he's certainly a different off the pitch to what he is on the pitch. That's clearly evident from uh, events that t- took place the last 24 hours. Right, we're going to move on. Uh, apart from new market today, uh, oh, one other thing I want to mention before we carry on with the new format of the show is uh, Chepster today. Andy Richmond was bellyaching on Twitter. Proper belly is Andy. And he, he was moaning at the old uh, 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 zooming in uh, angles Uh, in the run you know when the camera isn't on the car and it zooms into the to the runners as they jump a hurdle it's it's awful i I, i've got to say it 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 takes all like perspective for me out of viewing a race and not just if you're in in, obviously they're in running players and a lot of i do play in running but there's lots of people also that play in running it takes the complete I would say perspective. I can't tell how fast they're going because when you zoom in, because it takes all like sort of speed out of it, and you know, I, I just don't like it. I like the big pan out, the big perspective, and I think most players do. So I'm just speaking up for a few moans on Twitter today
1: regarding the stop this this ridiculous camera angle. Are you a fan of it, Nick? Not really. Now you've you obviously got someone. A little bit wants to be a, very creative in there, and uh, uh, the one instance it doesn't work is in live horse pacing pictures. You can replay our things afterwards like that, but during the actual race, nah. Nah, nah. John, you, you're not a fan? Well,
2: there's not many frigging awards going around in racing now. They've always decided that they're going to do pictures like that's probably making an award to themselves as a space. <laughs> you know, this, this junk jockey thing that's come out now, you know, if you don't win a Leicester, you can win a McKay.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, it, it will finish up all the shit will be getting a Paddy Brennan.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Superbly so put. Uh, right, we're going to move on now to the part of the show where you can press the pink button or, or, or follow us in with our best bets this weekend. We, we we used to do it where we'd go around each race, get everyone's selection. Now we're going to do it where we're more accountable, where we give our three best bets. The third best bet gets a one-point stake. The second best bet gets a two-point stake. And the, the top bet gets a three-point stake. And it'll go on an naps table on barstewards.co.uk when that site is ready to launch, which is very soon, I believe uh in the offing. So it will make it more fun. You'll see our performance, whether we're absolutely useless, which we usually are, and and whoever's bottom we can certainly give some stick to. So uh Catherine's also been in touch with her selections and I'm gonna start off um uh with Catherine's third best selection uh of this weekend and that comes good old Hexham good old Catherine She's found one at Hexham. I mean, just the typical Catherine, really. And it goes in the 3.55 race there. And uh, that's a two-mile handicap chase. And the selection is champion chase. (laughs) 76-rated chaser trained by Martin Bosley. And (laughs) Catherine's reasoning uh, is simply a bit of an odd choice. But if he's ever going to win, this is the chance. Uh, uh, trainers are in a small yard, but they're in really good form, and the ground will suit," says Catherine. And that's available eight to one, and that is an each way bet. So it would be 0.5 points each way. Championship, eight to one, 355 Hexham. That's Catherine Fry's third best of the weekend. John, I'm coming to you for your third best of the weekend.
2: Right, this one will make you laugh because it's from a dead stable. You know, okay. down in Yell Market and it's in the 237 at York Hackney um, and the last time we saw Bear Bridge he was being talked of as an Edward VII candidate
0: what's happened there?
2: well exactly um, you can't possibly bring a horse like this back three quarters fit um, the horse must be great right. to my mind anyway I felt he could go on and acquit himself quite well at Ascot, the way he won the race at Newbury. So I, I think 105, a, the horse likes to get its toe in. The ground should be fine. The trip will be fine. It won't be stretching him um, first run back. So I, I, I think he's worth a, a couple of shekels. Don't worry.
0: Okey-doke. Baybridge for John. That's his third best at five to two is the best price available, and that that, that goes down as one-point win, I presume, unless he wants to be one of those flimpers with each way. Um, yes. <laughs> but no, Bay Bridge at five to two for John. Uh, and, and basically, like John says, this horse really was one of the promising <laughs> early-season types that you thought this could be a stakes horse. And uh, very odd to see him turn up here uh, at the last York meeting of the year um, for uh, for a handicap. Good thing. Do you agree, John? John is his third best bet at five to two. Nick, coming to your third best bet
1: of Saturday. Oh dear, I'm <laughs> about to kick John in the neck, is <laughs> I really want to take Baybridge, John. Go on then, Nick. Yes, let's take him on. Let's put him that, at the bottom. That, 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 that fashionable race, the London Gold Cup. This year, the second, third, and fourth have come out. And 17, seven outings since haven't done anything at all. He's gone up 15 pounds for it. Uh, the one he beaten is uh, his novice hasn't won either. The stable's rancid. Uh, <laughs> yes. So definitely. I want to take it on with a. I want to get out the two actually. I want to take it on with some forecasts involving Sinjari, Faisal, and Alias. Yeah. In forecasts to get it out of the two. So 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 your player would be a combination forecast? Well it would probably be I I I want I'm greedy, so I want Sinja probably yeah, yeah, which yeah, say a combination for for things like I'll be playing with Sinjay probably on top of the other two a bit more. Right, get you So it's Sinjary, Faisal, and Alais. Yeah, um, I, I, I want to get the I want to get the favorite beaten there. So we we've, we've straightly gone into confrontation. <laughs> Good stuff. So it's
0: a combo forecast for a one point stake. We're gonna put on the site Sinjari Faisal and Elias taking on John Lang head on is Davis with his third best bet of the weekend. Um, so we've got three in. We've got Fries, we've got Davis and Johns, and now my third best bet. Uh, we go. Uh, to the twig hopping and um it's in the three o'clock at chepster um and a horse i like very i, I did like this horse very much last year a horse uh, trained by chris honor uh called grumpy charlie um and this horse uh, really took my eye on three victories here last year uh one one on three occasions i thought with a lot more in hand than what than what you could see to to the naked eye you could see this horse really really was sort of you know when he got to the front that's enough that's enough folks um and then they thought you know w- worthy of him to try him in the supreme novices and he just basically got outspeeded by some really good horses obviously you've got jungle juice willies uh winning it with appreciate it and Bally Adam was second and this horse stayed on nice on the on the running uh, just just after the Lord Mayor's show. Obviously, couldn't couldn't live with the pace of those horses. Um, what I do like though is the step up in trip to two mile three and a half furlongs uh, for his chase debut, uh, of which I mean he's just bred to be a chaser. Uh, love Brian Carver in the saddle, and I like the fact that Fidelo Vallis and Captain Tomcat will both probably go at it for the leads. There'll be no easy leads in this with those two because they're both quite exuberant and they like to get on with it. So there should be a nice little pace set up here. And um, I'm fancying Grumpy Charlie uh, to, to, to maybe pick, a, pick up the pieces later. It's a very juicy 12-1. to 1. Now, I'm not going each way of this because there's six runners, so I can't be bothered each way. So this will be a one-point win selection. Grumpy Charlie, 12 to 1 best price available. And that's my third best bet of the weekend. Uh, Chepstow, very unlucky not to get some terrestrial TV coverage, I feel, this weekend. I'll touch on that a bit later. Right, we're on now to our second best bet. And I'll come back to you, Nick, for your
1: second best bet of the weekend. Right, well, Cesare, which staying handicaps over the last... God knows how many years, been dominated by Irish trainers. If you look at the Ascot Stakes, the Ebor, and Cesara which they've won, Oh, I think, eight out of the last 15. The only ones they don't seem to win are Northumberland Plate because they haven't got a AW uh, program like ours, and the Chester Cup because you can get drawn out of it. And even that, they won it this year. So I'm going Irish here. I think MC Muldoon, because the reasons I stated before, might get an unlucky run with everyone on Twitter blasting Ryan two minutes after the race. So I'm going with Buick's Mount Burning Victory. I've taken the 10s. I think he's got a profile. He he acts in a big field. Uh, You can get several runners here that show a lot of form in seven, eight, nine runner races. When it comes to a big field, they crap themselves. It's got big field form. ranch Am would spring to mind as a horse that loves small fields and then gets made favourite for a, a race over with 20 runners and then just goes out of it. But I will give burning victory. I've taken the tens, and I think hopefully Buick will have him sort of in the first eight or nine. And uh, they will concertina middle to far and this 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 goes on about two out and wins good stuff so burning victory uh for nick davis in the big
0: big uh handicapped cesarevich um and that's uh, Will Buick in the saddle and uh, nine to one is available. Nick's burgled the tens. He's good at that. Um, so that's his second best bet. And that is that each way, Nick, or on the nose? On the nose. On the nose. He doesn't mess around with each way, doesn't he? No, never bothers. Two points win on burning victory, uh, nine to one available. John, uh, I'm coming to you now for your second best bet of the weekend.
2: Um, this is in the Coral Sprint Trophy final or whatever the hell they call it, at York. <laughs> and the theory here is that Copper Knight, the, it was just had a plaque unveiled at York, I mean, they're winning most horse at York or something, Yeah. will inject some piss on the near side, and I think this will set the race up nicely for Gulliver who has been threatening all season to win one of these, and I think tomorrow could be the day. Kirby's up for uh, David O'Mara, and uh, he's got good York form with Dig, which I always like to see, and uh, he will do for me.
0: So Gulliver, uh, David O'Mara, Adam Kirby, John feeling the pace set up. Today it played sort of suited um sort of low to centre. Um but as we know, pace can can make sprints and like you say, if you get that arrowhead and it's copper knight blast off, um, and Gulliver's sort of on the tail of that, then that can work in, in Gulliver's favour. So John John's second best bet of the weekend is Gulliver, uh, available at tens. John, are you going each way or win? No, straight win. On the nose. Two points win. No messing around for John none of this each way nonsense um so that's Gulliver for john 315 york tomorrow Catherine fry uh, her second best bet um this this is um, scaramanga uh in the Cesarevich. um that's the 335 Newmarket. um the, her reasons are the yard and jockey uh, jockey upgrade big jockey upgrade she says um and this is turning into a very decent dual purpose performer wouldn't want soft heavy ground which obviously it's not going to get soft heavy no chance uh, it's going to be fairly dry tomorrow so we we're, we're anticipating just a slight easy side of good um, probably at the worst um and she says this is this is this is excellent value um so Catherine is very very keen on Scaramanga to win the isarovic and she wants to go each way so she's going a point each way, Scaramanga, at twenty eight to one. That's uh, Paul Nichols' runner, Jim Crowley in the saddle, Indian Jim, um, at twenty eight for Catherine. Um, my second best bet uh, of the weekend uh, goes in the four twenty five at York. Not on not on the TV, but nevertheless uh, one of the principal cards, and I do feel um, that. Um, Fergal O'Brien's Gumball is worthy of support. Um, this horse was formerly trained by Philip Hobbs. Philip Hobbs has had his two worst seasons uh, on on record, the last two seasons, and this season is just ten percent, which is appalling. And I know he's had. Before anyone says, I know he's had a, he's had the first first and second today in a handicap hurdle at Chepstow, but nevertheless, uh, it, in the past. Philip Hobbs just hasn't had a good time of things. Now, Fergal O'Brien is a very good trainer, gets him extremely fit. I just think this horse will benefit from that change of scenery. And that third to opera gift at Salisbury earlier in the season is head and shoulders above anything in this race. Um, so five to one, I thought, was 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 very, very acceptable for Gumball. And I think if Fergal gets that improvement and gets gets the horse sort of enthusiasm back a bit, I think he's the only horse in the race that could win this by 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 Taterfield. So Gumball at five to one for me is a win win play, and it'll be a two point win call. Uh, Four twenty five York Gumball. There we are. That's my second best bet of Saturday. So best bets times. So I will start with Catherine Fry. Still in the cellar. Uh, she will be back. She will be back. She's coming back for the jump season. I, I promise you. I have one or two requests. And, you know, people love Catherine. I, I get it. I get it. We're rubbish on the jumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's coming back. And her first choice goes in the 330 tomorrow. That's the silver trophy. And no surprises here uh, for Catherine Fry, who's a massive fan, obviously, of Emma Mullins. And she goes for um, Blackstair Rocco. Available at 15 to 2. Kevin Brogan in the saddle. And Catherine's reasons. Probably it's Ben Emmett. Or something or Jungle Juice Emmett. But um, she just says trip perfect. Uh, loves the booking of Kevin Brogan. She, she's a big fan of Brogan. And she says God bless Emmett Mullins. And all who sail with him. <laughs> she probably has. She probably sailed with Emmett Mullins somewhere. Uh, before, before John locks her up. But Black Stare Rocco then. For Catherine. And that's a 1.5 point each way selection so that's the three points used at 15 to two that's for catherine that's catherine's best bet on saturday uh john i'm coming to you now for your best bet on saturday
2: yeah this is in the rear I, I don't normally really get stuck into these but he, he, he's kind of forced me and he it. It, it, it was doubly engaged and he, he's come here it's in the opening nursery at York and the horse in question is Animato of David O'Mearas. Again, I'm playing the O'Meara yard up tomorrow. Um was in a race at HQ. i have been backing him there if you've done there, He's got a pleasingly progressive profile, decent efforts on good to soft. Banging amongst it on the clock as well. It's out of a pivotal mare, so grown no concern whatsoever i love this horse's that he showed when he won it last time out because he, he had to rouse him a, a bit to get to get a run and that he put his head down and re, really ran through the line you know i, I, was, I was impressed with the horse. yeah um favorite that day was in 83 so he, he's not slapped by his rating at all um so he's my three-point win best bet of the
0: day. Oh, love it on the nose. No messing. These two are on the nose. They're going to either blitz the table or be held off. Um, and yeah, Animata by Ulysses, uh, the the new uh, Chevrolet sire. Uh, yeah, not- I, I
2: thought he have been shit to be honest. But I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> pleas- I've been pleasantly surprised at some of this stock, and, that, and I think he's he's shaping up to be quite a handy sire. I think he. Might be in the Mediation mode.
0: Yeah. So Animata. John John thinks this this chestnut colt is on the up. Um Jason Watson in the saddle. At nine to one available for his three point on the nose nap of Saturday. Animato for John. There in the 130 at York. Nick, coming to you for your best bet on Saturday.
1: Right then, I'm returning to an old friend who ran in the Cambridgeshire with my money on, but sadly the ground went against him in good to firm. He returns to the scene of uh, his last win off the same handicap mark, uh, off the same course. So, Lucanda, for me, he'll like the going, gets a strong pace, don't see any problems there at all. Straight on the nose, around the 8-9-1 to one mark. Is that in the? uh, Is that in the? Last at York. That's the last at York.
0: Yeah, um, I I thought I'd seen it. Um, It's a race that I'd sort of like not really spent a lot of time on. So that's in the
1: five o'clock at York. Didn't you like this last time out, didn't you? Yeah, I backed it in the Cambridgeshire, But the ground was just the ground was uh, too quick. Yeah, Mm. it went good to firm, uh, which is very unusual for Newmarket on in October, but. These things happen. That could be the shout of shouts so far. Um, so, so Nick, Nick, have you backed it yourself, and
0: what price did you get?
1: Uh, I haven't backed it yet, no. I haven't backed, haven't it, backed it, it yet. yet? I, um, I, I, I can get on the big races, the little races and like this. It's a bit more difficult. But I yeah. think around, it, it, it'll go off around the in-between. I'll back it at seven. Seven. I hope the the, short, the shortest price will take at seven, but the, I think you might get eight or nine. Yeah. It's interesting because Lucander's three runs, he's had four
0: runs at York, and three of them were certainly very acceptable. Two wins and a fourth to migration um, earlier in the year. So, yeah, uh, Luke Lukander, a good choice. The, the ground's more in his favour now. He's well enough in. That's Nick's best bet of the weekend, makes a very solid case. Uh, Peter Crouch in the saddle, 9-1 uh, to one available for Nick Davis's best of the weekend. Uh, mine goes in the Cesarevich, and I am I'm very keen on this horse's chances. I, I, I can't sort of believe the price in a way. Um, the horse in question is a uh, Gingers, John. Gingers. Gubinator. Um, 28 to 1 uh, available, but I'll put down 25s. I'll be fair, because I, I think there's like. If you get to twenty eight, you you just it's just it's just not really available. So I'm going to say twenty fives. There, uh, I cannot believe the price of this for, for for several reasons. The win last time out, have people not watched it? Have people just thought, well, I've, I can't be bothered to watch that. It it's won with any amount in hand. Literally, it's not had it's not had to just it's not broke sweat uh, to beat the beat those last time out. And I know this is obviously a lot tougher, but. Its profile is there for all to see. I've, I've never been impressed with it as a hurdler. I, I don't think it enjoys the jumps game, if I'm honest. And if you look at its flat record, um, it, it just it just it just screams bet. I mean, it's it, it, I don't think it's been out the four or, or the five. It, you know, in, in its, its seven flat runs, it's very consistent. It's unbeaten at two miles. It's had two starts at two miles, won them both, won them both well. It's tactically versatile. Nick mentioned at the start of the show that they could sort of concertina there, but the good thing with Gubernator is he's quite versatile. I think they'll just pop him out, typical McCain style, and he'll sit fairly handy. So I'm not really bothered about traffic issues. And I do think he's highly progressive. Now, added to that, that seven of the last 25 winners of the Cesarevich have been drawn stalls one to four. Well, it's pretty self-explanatory, really, that in big fields there'll be a lot of hard luck stories, as we say every time, and a gubernator will not have to burn any early energy in getting his position, and I just just think he can just sit there, do what he does, and I can say he's very unexposed. I think this could be a very good horse. I think he's very well-weighted, uh carries just eight stone three sugar bag there for andrew mullen and i'm, I'm very confident gubernator runs a big race I'd have, I'd have him a lot shorter as a bookmaker i'm not laying 25 to one this horse and you get six and seven places galore on this so we'll we'll clearly fiddle results if you we'll fiddle nick's result we'll fiddle catherine's result and my result if we finish seventh and count as a winner um <laughs> if, if you've gone each way anyway but yeah so so that's that's my uh, best of the weekend so I hope you like this sort of new format because then that gives the best bets. We've got them out of the way. That's what we think. That's what that's what we're doing. So what I thought we'd do is uh, we'd come on to uh, tomorrow's cars now and look at the bigger races in more depth just to give punters uh, sort of more of an insight on, on, on the TV races. So uh, we'll start with a 145 at Newmarket tomorrow and the Zetland, Zetland Stakes, um any anybody want to start me off here, any views here on on this race?
2: Um I think there's an interesting one down the bottom, um, in Thorden, who I actually backed last week in the ridiculous sales race over six, um, thinking that he'd travel all right and he didn't. <laughs> um yeah. it was nearly last two out, and uh, he ran on in the seventh. Now whether he wants a mile and a quarter is another matter. We definitely wanted a mile on that showing. The time before I thought he looked a right nice horse. Um so as I said, you can't say these are gonna win, um but I do think it'll it'll be a horse of interest tomorrow and I won't let it run loose at forty plus
0: Interesting, John. No, and, and it's not the best of Zetland's, this, I didn't think. No, it is. No. Uh, because I, I was interested a little bit, just a little bit, in uh, Berkshire Rebel. Mm. Because that didn't handle Epsom at all. It rolled down the camber. It, it sort of hung in. You could see it was never happy at any point. Yeah,
2: It's a bit on the leg, isn't it? Well.
0: Yeah. And I just and Mr. McCann had the easy uh, that day just blasted off. Did it's did very experienced, useful, useful animal. And this really just, I once said, didn't want to know. Well, he didn't want to know really. He just kind of just hung in and just hung down. He just did. He didn't enjoy the experience. Um, but you'd like to think with two stars at Goodwood and Epsom, mm-hmm. um, I, I think Newmarket will feel like a, will feel pretty easy. I think. And I think the step up to 10, obviously being by Sir Percy, um, be a massive plus and in what looks a substandard year i felt that was worth a look at sort of around about the 16 to one mark i thought that was that was possibly one of the value
1: bets of the race um given that i don't think it's a vintage vintage year any view you on the Zetland, nick well i don't really sort of punt in two-year-old races so I, it's only a watching it's only watching briefs for me on two-year-old races really yeah for next year of course so we uh uh, move on, and then the the two twenty. I, I
0: was horrid. Do you know what, John? If we don't, if we don't get stuck into this uh, on, on on the pink button, we, we 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 there's no point us being in the game.
2: No,
0: um, eight to eleven Coribus. I mean, this is your blogger bet. This is your you know. This is the this is obviously what made uh, uh, Twitter's uh, quite amusing last time with blogger uh, with Coribus. You know, powering clear. You know, and, the, and then seeing his face when he got goosed. Me Where's and
2: John.
0: <laughs> me, me, me and, me and John. I mean, we said off air as well. I think on air, I can't remember. There's so many conversations. But me and John said, if this was ours, there's absolutely no chance this would be running again this year. We, we both felt this was bottomed uh, by that ride last time. It was literally it, it, to me. It was. It wasn't. It was legless. It was. You know that that kind of thing can really send horses backwards. You wouldn't even know if Orse will even progress after that. Now that's that's
2: this, this was coming back in Jersey States for me. Yeah.
0: You
2: know, and here we are. I, I'm astonished.
0: I mean, well, listen. When I when I opened the cards for the first, you know, it's like it like, is like Christmas. Sometimes you think, Ooh, what's what's in this? And and then and then you see that at the top of the list and you think, no no honestly i was going no surely not and the thing is if people say well he must have come out of the race well well they wouldn't know that what what would that horse have done in the next four like in 14 days the horse would have probably had a canter and a breeze and you know i I would say very little serious work in that time after that race so they wouldn't have a clue about this horse's well-being in terms of this race i am astounded that they have put this horse in this, and yeah, I could look a tit when it when it bolts up six. I'm um,
2: quite prepared to look at tit.
0: Absolutely, you know, I don't I don't mind because because there's no way this horse should be running in my view. I I, I genuinely don't feel that that this horse uh, he, he, I don't, I, that was a bottoming for me. I, I couldn't believe it that, that that you know it wasn't moving very well either near the line. You could see it was just his stride was so short. Fancy, wasn't it you know I mean
2: there was no
0: blood going around. No, and I, I, I've owned horses myself like that, where you've you've gone blast off for a run, and you've gone black come on, mech all, come on, you know, blast off, and they aren't, they've run flat next time because of because of that, and and you know if you you can only get it well so often with especially horses like of this quality. And don't get me wrong, Corribus on the last run is obviously a very a, a real quality animal, Group Group One, no no problem about stating that, but. I, I've just a standard. He's there. Nick, Nick, obviously, you no opinion on this? Uh,
1: not really. No, as I say, I don't sort of. I, no, I'll, I'll keep a watch at the end of the season mostly. But uh, I'm many older handicappers anyway.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So uh, nothing. So me and John are, go, are going pink button. Um, might be taking on the blog run, the stallion. Uh, for Corribus there, Corribus is very well bet as well, ten to eleven into eight to eleven. Not, not for me and John. Then the jewess John, the the, the big race. Obviously none of us put a or none of us put a bet up in the jewess but naturally, sir, so. obviously you've got the. Surely it's down to Native Trail to lay lay down his um his Guinness credentials, John.
2: I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, uh, I think the uh, the girl, uh, So the uh fair old few strides to make up to trouble it. Uh, Beside by again, there's various lines of farm that say he's priced about great. Uh, uh, I think there's a, there's a couple of interesting ones in uh, Glanthorne, is it, of uh, Aidan Yeah. haven't seen this for a think of 200 days. It beat that Castle Star on Debbia, which no main achievement, given how that's performed in group races at six. Um, he, un- he he unleashed that other <laughs> after break didn't me um, that won the was it the Beresford? Yeah, yeah. Um, so after a fairly quiet midsummer with his two-year-olds, this this could be another one that's a bit yet yeah, bit useful. So, and he he'll know where he stands with native trails. So, I mean, you wouldn't have thought he was coming over just for a, a say you to, know, you know, I mean, oh, if we finish within seven of this, we would not, you, you know, I, I can't, can't see why I would do that. Um, and the other one I was interested in, rather disappointed he was running it, was Dubowy Legend, Um, the way back to York. Yeah. Just can't pull away from me, understand why i will be running it with digging the ground. He's trained all the family and he's refrained from running any of them with digging the ground. They've all got non-runner explanations in the farm right saying that he's took them out because of the ground when he's been riding on the soft side. What the hell is going on there?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like, Javier well, Legend for me is the interesting one at a, a, a surprise, because hmm. you know it's better than the Akam. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like you say, but I can't, I can't really see it beating the favourite. The favourite literally is, well, when, it looks when, like when the I, second coming.
2: they have avoided soft ground like the plague with everything out the dam. You yeah. know, I just can't for the life for me understand why he's even running it.
0: We didn't think it moved very well at York, did we? No, but I couldn't put that down to firm ground. I just, I just think there was something amiss. No, because it, it was fast ground on, on debut. So. Yeah, you
2: know, um, I, I, I don't think the ground was the issue. I think the ground will be a big issue tomorrow unless they have the air dryers out tonight. Um, but, it, you know, if it if doesn't act on it... And, Doyler looks after it, it it, it could be a massive interest in something like the Craven first time up next year with what appears to be a disappointing run in the Gilders under its belt and flopping in the air.
0: Yeah, it might be a price. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't bet against it coming back from whatever happens tomorrow. No, I agree, John. It's one one for everyone's trackers, that one, for sure. Uh, I do think that's going to be a nice horse next year. Um, Before we go on to York and just looking at York, I just thought I'd fill in with Chepstow, uh, just just give a give a bit of insight into Chepstow because I do feel it was unfortunate not to get on any race to be on TV terrestrial TV. I think that's quite unfortunate. I think Chepstow deserved more. They, they put on some good prize money uh, tomorrow as well. So disappointing. Anyway, the 150 race, um, all mankind uh, is uh, the favourite, uh, 130. Very easy to back Dan Skelton's going back over hurdles. Uh, probably will be a bit of a pipe opener this uh, for me and i, I did like the uh, jane williams horse uh, uh, uh G- G- gallyx the mayor. um she's got some good form last year um uh, particularly at sandown when she was second to benson the, the you know the old black butler benson do you remember, remember benson Oh, the...
2: fantastic game wasn't He was
0: yeah, um, so yeah it's, uh, it's, so she was second to Benson and the, 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 the ground and the trip uh, well the ground at Sandown was, gets very heavy and she sort of struggled in the closing stages she finished second though it was a good run travelled well this is more a uh, Barrow uh, sort of better ground Chester where she can go handy and probably sit tracking skeletons. I think she goes close tomorrow uh, only problem is you've got Chester Draws on board Old Chester Williams. He got the stewards had him in and fined him uh, 140 pounds for a complete not off ride at Worcester. It was absolutely disgraceful the other day. I, I cannot put it into words. It finished second. He it, it would have won. It just Chester said. Chester made all sorts of excuses up, um, and it was just it was embarrassing. And uh, he got away with one there because that should have been banned for 40 days, etc., etc. But the, we know what the BHA like. They're awful. And um, they got that one wrong as well. So, yeah, G- uh, gallice McCarlo for the Jane Williams team there, I thought that she would run big uh, in that 150 race. Um, in the 225, another another cracking race, really, uh, it's the uh, Native River Handicap Chase. And I did feel that the Sullivan horse, the real steel uh, of 154 now, that's eight to one, used to be Jungle Juice Willys, Obviously, didn't didn't do anything last year, but it's come down to 154 now, and that to me against handicappers looks rather attractive because Nichols has a good record first off the wind up, and you just feel that. I mean, this is an horse running ran in the King George, <laughs> you, know, they, you know. They weren't running for tickets. They, you know, they they ran they, they ran against Imperial Imperial Aura at Ascot, and then they go for the King George. I mean. Now it's 154 against handicappers. I just think that's worth a look. Just, just you know, I'm not saying go mad, but eight to one available for Real Steel. I thought that was interesting. And um, so you National Hunt fans will certainly be excited for um, Chepstow tomorrow, and rightly so. Some good racing tomorrow. Uh, let us know on Twitter if any any, any fancies. Mark Mackay, I know you're a listener. You're a good National Hunt judge. Uh, message me with any, any any of your bets tomorrow, and I'll I'll put them out on the Bar Stewards. Uh, Twitter feed. Right, we'll go to York uh, to cover off the final uh, few TV races. Um, and the first one on the goggle box is the 202 race. I know we love these times, don't we, chaps? 202 odds on it going off at 206 or 209. I mean, they dreadful. dreadful. Um, ever given his favourite at nine to two. Um, any views on the uh, Rockingham, John? Which hunter has a lot
2: to find, but. I think it's quite a nice horse. The market hasn't missed it. I mean, it was 8-1 to one earlier in the week. I think it's around about half that now. Um, I think that's the one that's got a bit of a future. I think the rest of them are probably just two-year-olds.
0: Yeah. I mean, if the draw does play a part, as today, I'd have just felt canonised was probably the one. But I agree with what you just said there about... Uh, physicality of some of these. I'm not so sure a lot of these will be training on, but I did feel if Canon Eyes run run to its mark uh from what looked a favourable draw today on today's evidence. Yeah. I thought that was like your each way steal or each way thief bet. Uh I'm not gonna ask Nick because he hates two year olds. I
2: think you can have a good plop at that in the place mark you keep it about
0: 1.65. Yeah 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 um right so um we come to did anyone tip in the three fifteen? We didn't, did, or did you, John?
2: I did, mean, I tipped Oliver.
0: Well, you would do, wouldn't you? I mean that's yeah, that's tippy. We, yeah, we were just, just coming to I say what though, this three fifteen race, um, you know, obviously it's a very valuable sprint handicap. Um I did I did think that there was there was something in here that I thought would be, be worthy a big a, a sort of a bigish price. Um, I, I just think this horse is is quite always Mr. Lupton at sort of like 25, 33 to 1, that kind of price. Uh, I mean, this horse sort of, uh, well, it likes York. It adores uh, cutting the ground. And I just didn't see that being a sort of 25, 33 to 1. You know, I know you said, John, about Knight and York. And, and yeah, I agree, Knight just, you know, uh, yeah. you know wins everything at York earlier on. but this horse has won four times at York, and I didn't really understand why that was so big because I don't think it you know sprinters are sprinters, and I just feel that this could come back and
1: cause cause a surprise there. Nick, have you any view on this race? Well, I agree but John, but the only trouble is I don't I I thought Gulliver would be a lot bigger than he is, uh, and everyone spotted his run at the car when he was fourth from uh, uh, an unfavourable draw, uh, and then he was stuck over on the rail on in, in air, and he comes back here. But I I think he's around about the right price. That's all. Yeah.
0: So Nick agreeing with John, so that's interesting. So I, the, the, the the two the two the two power judges there both agreeing. Um, I will make it a mission this season to get Nick on a show. And I want him to tip up a six to four shot on lump on. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen as long as we will. We'll, but, but, you know, you never know in this game. Um, Nick hates short prices and, 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 and makes, makes it pay. He knows what he's doing. He, he, like, he, likes the, he likes the longer odds and, you know, he's comfortable at that sort of price range. Don't blame him. Um, right. Any, any other business chaps for this weekend?
2: Yes, I've, I've, uh, I've got one for people to keep an eye on it. Again, it's another one I'm a little bit mystified that it's, it's, it's running. Um, I'm not over enamoured with Sionis on soft ground, really. Yeah. And yet Emperor Caradoc has been declared for the 350 at York. Um, Brian Smart thought this was good enough to contest the convivial at York he took it out due to the good to firm ground being unsuitable. Then he goes to Carlisle over six. And this had a very, very quiet introduction from Gramley, where it just kept on for hand-riding, for want of a better word. Um, Now, this looks a nice horse to me. I think it's, it's physical makeup and everything points to it being all right. And I don't know whether it's significant that he's, he's bringing it here for this race. But uh, I, think, I think 25 to 1 is is still big given that he's taken it out because of firm ground. I might be just generalising on these say onlys, and he maybe thinks it wants a bit of dig. He'd probably know more than me about that individual horse. Um, I don't think this is a great race by any stretch. And uh, I, I quite like the look of this at the 100 price.
0: That's an interesting shout. It is. No, no. Just looking looking in, in depth. Brian, Brian smarts he, he's a shrewd cookie. And and this is the thing. You've got your stats. So you don't particularly go on it. And the other side of the pedigree also says it shouldn't go on it. naf naf damn side. You know. mm. um, but nevertheless... You know, this is stepping up to seven and six furlongs wouldn't have suited on pedigree. And mm-hmm. like you said, if you've had a quiet one, you've seen it. Uh, that's a, that's a very interesting shout. So if not, even if not tomorrow, folks, that's a good one from John Emperor Caradoc
1: there in the three fifty eight York. Give Nick any, Yeah, Nick. Nick, any other business? No, nothing really. Just uh, remind people in four weeks' time there'll be the Breeders' Cup. And if you want to get some really good insight, go on the YouTube and f- look at the DRF workouts and follow Mike Welsh. He gives you some great insight. they start in about a couple of weeks' time. He gives some great insight and great with negatives as well about some horses who he watches Gallup. I never miss it every Breeders' Cup. Great information. So that's Mike Welsh on DRF? Yeah. But he does it. The workouts are on YouTube starting a couple of weeks' time, I should imagine. Great advice, Nick. So
0: that's it. Breeders' Cup for Yankee Doodle Dandy followers uh, that that rounds off this sort of flat season kind of thing for us. Uh, Yeah, interesting. Good good call from Nick. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, one more thing. What do we think to the 1,000 Guineas quotes for Inspiral? Three to one, John. Are you a backer or a layer or a no player?
2: I'm a no player. Um, No player. (laughs) Up to press, I think that in general, her apart, I think we've got a fairly poor bunch of two-year-old fillies, to be honest, Yeah. I haven't seen much of anything I'm particularly keen on, but, you know, I mean, she's straight to want to come through the winter, isn't she? You know, so, I mean, I don't I don't think there's any managing in lumping on and tying a lot of money up now at 3-1, you know. I mean, you can, you can wait after Christmas, February time, even. I think she'll still be straight. Yeah.
1: Nick, you think it's about fair, don't you? yes i think it's about fair i mean the caveat is that the train is not known for his guinea successes uh it looks a cut up other than the moment so did the rainbow view i remember a few years, years ago yeah as right. a two-year-old uh no i i would say it's around about fair price
0: fair comment Right, that's all I think from us, so hopefully your weekend will go well, plenty of winners, and hopefully we'll have uh, gone some way into finding them for you. That's all from me, John, and Nick. We'll be back on Sunday with the sermon. That's me, John, and uh, Lorne Marvo. That's all from us. Bye for now. Bye.